0: If there is a common theme that unites our readings this weekend, let me suggest it would be that of a change of attitude. We see it especially in our first reading today from the book of the prophet Ezekiel when he tells us that the virtuous have turned away from virtue and have chosen iniquity, and those who have chosen vice have turned towards virtue. And in both those situations, that requires... A change of attitude. We see it also in our gospel today that what happens in this parable that Jesus is telling that this landowner goes to his son and says, Please go out in the field and work. And he says, No. But then he does. And he goes to the other son. And the other son says, Yes, I'll go. And he doesn't. That there is a change of attitude on both of their parts. One for the good, the one who said no and then said yes and did it, and one for the bad, the one who said yes but ended up not doing it. And this is what Jesus is talking about, a change of attitude. And we see it also in our second reading today from the letter of St. Paul, which is really the basis, I think, for this attitudinal change. And it comes from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, in which he tells us that we all should have the attitude of Christ. I know if you're like me, every now and again, you might have a bad attitude. It might be because you're at something you don't want to be at, or something is going a lot longer than you want it to, that for whatever reason, that maybe we have had a bad attitude At a moment's notice. And it's really at those times that we have to take a step back and ask ourselves, well, what must I do to change my attitude? How can I have an attitude like Christ? And I think that's really what I'd like to reflect on today because I wondered what it meant to have an attitude like Christ's. And so what I did, I thought about it, and these are just a few of the things that came to mind. To have a Christ-like attitude means that we are people who forgive, an attitude of forgiveness. That this is what Jesus does all the times in the gospel, that when people bring someone for healing, before he does the physical healing, more often than not, he'll forgive sins first. And this is controversial. The scribes and the Pharisees say to Jesus, who but God alone can forgive sins? They're challenging the authority of Jesus, who is God, in the forgiveness of sins. This attitude of forgiveness is the very reason why Jesus came to this earth, why he was incarnate of the Virgin, why he lived our life and died on the cross and rose from the dead for forgiveness, that he might redeem us from our sins and forgive us of our sins. This is the attitude of Christ one of forgiveness and really if we want to have that Christ-like attitude to ask ourselves, who is it in my life that I need to forgive? Who am I being called to forgive in this Christ-like way? Secondly, the attitude of Christ was an attitude of love. He chose to love those who he surrounded himself with. And those who came to him, he chose to love them. You see, there are lots of different people who've come to Jesus. And we hear in our gospel today talking about the tax collectors and prostitutes, some of the most hated people in society of that time and maybe even still today. But yet Jesus chose to love them despite who they were. And because he loved them... Many of them themselves experienced a change of attitude, that they left their life, that they became followers of the Lord. And it all happened because Jesus loved them. In our lives, we have people that maybe we're choosing not to love. Maybe they're our family members or our friends or our neighbors, whoever they are. Maybe this Christ-like attitude that St. Paul encourages us to have is calling us to love those around us, no matter who they are, no matter what they've done, to choose to love. Thirdly, the attitude of Christ, I would say, was one that fostered an awareness of His surroundings, of the people who are around Him. All the time, Jesus in the Gospel sees a need and He is drawn towards it. He goes to that person. I think of the widow of Nain as... The widow was burying her son. This funeral procession is going about. Jesus happens to be passing by. He's aware of that woman's need and who she is. And he goes to her and raises her son to new life, giving him a new lease on life. And the friendship that the mother and son are able to have again. This change that Jesus allows to happen because he's aware of what's going on. One of my favorite stories in the Gospels is that of Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus is this person, as you know, who's short in stature. And he goes and he climbs a tree because he wants to see Jesus. He doesn't want to go to Jesus. He doesn't want to talk to Jesus. He just wants to see who Jesus is that everybody has been talking about. But Jesus is aware of his surroundings. And because he's aware of that, he sees Zacchaeus and he goes to him he talks to him, and he says, Zacchaeus, I want to stay with you today. I want to come to your house. And because Jesus was aware of where Zacchaeus was, and he goes to him, Zacchaeus experiences this change of attitude. He's extorted so much money from people, but now he says, I'll return it back so much. All because the attitude of Christ fostered an awareness of those who are in need. I know that we know of people who are in need. We see them all the time. And maybe that Christ-like attitude is calling us to reach out with a helping hand to assist them. Another attitude of Christ, to spend time with God in prayer, a prayerful attitude, that all the time in the Gospels, Jesus goes to a deserted place and he prays to the mountaintop, wherever it is that he goes, but he spends time speaking to his Father in heaven. This attitude of prayer is a good one for us because when we have an attitude of prayer, God changes our attitude. He can transform our minds and our hearts and our decisions if we allow Him that time to speak to us and to work in our lives. Just lastly, The attitude of Christ was one of love towards his mother. He loved his mother Mary during his childhood, during those hidden years, but especially from the cross when Jesus stretches out his arms and from the cross says to his mother, Woman, behold your son, son, behold your mother. He loved his mother so much that he wanted to provide for her even after he died his death on the cross. For us, if we want to have a Christ-like attitude, love the Blessed Mother, and during this month of the rosary, maybe pick up your rosary and pray it. Ask Mary to walk you through the life of Christ and show that love, that same love that Christ had for his mother Mary. These are just five different ways that I think that comprise a Christ-like attitude just by looking at the Gospels. And I know that there are many others that maybe you know that you could suggest to me. Every now and again, I think that sometimes we do need an attitude adjustment, that we need to take a step back and say, am I being like Christ? Am I living and thinking and talking and speaking as Christ would? And when we're not... Maybe it's going back to what it means to have a Christ-like attitude and to listen to the words of St. Paul today, to have the attitude of Christ, to learn what that is, to incorporate it into our life so that our lives might be different forever.